Welcome back to the Raw Take for CEOs. This is where we tackle today's issues and how they impact your business. And this is hosted by me, Dan. And Steven. We'll give you our Raw Take on what's important for you and your business. Let's get started. Welcome back. It's another week of Raw Take for CEOs. Today is November 12th. Yeah, Did I get that right? Yeah, yesterday was uh, Veterans Day. Veterans Day, yes. And we uh, we actually took a few customers and some prospects and some partners out on a uh, COVID, COVID friendly outing. We've had yeah. some very like warm weather here in New England. Yeah, we were fortunate, right? So if there's one thing kind of during this pandemic over the last six months, I think one of the things I've missed for, as a small business owner um, with my sales hat on all the time, I miss the networking events. You know, um, as you grow a business, you're always out there. Uh, it's the same faces, service providers, customers, new leads. And, you know, if there's one thing like my old boss used to ask me, what puts bubbles in your bear, right? Uh, well, what puts bubbles in my bear is I enjoy being out there and I miss that dearly. I think I've been fortunate with you. We've sort of um, been willing to sort of collide our two bubbles. But we really haven't been out there, right? It's, it's and uh, you know Zoom events with, uh, with with breweries or uh, uh, some people have done some tequila tastings or other other Zoom social hangout meetings. Um, it's a great way to, to to try and stay connected. We've done that with our employees. But when you're you know uh, you know face to face, six feet apart, <laughs> uh, it, it does make a difference. And, and uh, what we did was we actually went out to a uh, ski shooting, uh, you know, sporting clays right. uh, course, which uh, is pretty unique. I've, I've done this coming from Pennsylvania. I've done some ski shooting in my life, um, but this was a, it's a unique place up uh, just, just north of Providence here. Uh, they have a whole course set up and I, I'd, I'd liken it to I think you did too, Dan, a golf course. Yep. Uh, you, you, you go around, you can, you can get carts if you want. And uh, they've got different stations set up. So uh, kind of kind of mix things up and you're out there outside. Yeah. It's free, not our first time, right? Freeze, freeze flowing through your, um, through your face and your mask. So you brought me out there for my birthday a couple of weeks ago. We that did. was fun. Man, I'm, I'm killing it, I think. I don't know what it is. Uh, but anyways, it's so much fun because um, you, you, it's that raw take uh zoom meetings and phone calls you, you you never get that personal touch and i miss that dearly and uh so yesterday we had some customers and uh i mean i'm still glowing from it um i think because i i kicked some ass too on the clay shoot <laughs> but we had some customers we had some uh, leads uh some potential new customers and of course you can't have a party without a couple of lawyers involved so it was fun to be out there and uh, there was a, a solid 10 of us. And of course, um, after we didn't make it all the way through, we didn't hit all 15 stations, but we, we nailed about nine. And, um, and then we, uh, a good friend of ours, he owns a, an oyster farm out in uh, Westport, Massachusetts. Yeah, thanks to uh, Spindrift Tof from Spindrift Oysters. Yeah, that was great. He brought a uh, hundred oysters. I, I think we, um, I think we had uh, 50 bullets ammo per person. So you know, do whatever the ratio is. So uh, it was a lot of fun. And of course, some beers and we were out there. The, the folks over in Addyville are just great. Um, uh, you know, so but I think as we kind of wrap up the year, you know, that, that, that it was nice to be able to see some see some customers face to face, yeah. see some prospects, see some uh, um, uh, people that we that we work with. 
um, even some of our lawyers, Lock Lord, Gesmer. Um, but yeah, I mean, as we kind of get through the end of the year, we're halfway through November and pretty much the rest of the year for small businesses, for most businesses, the rest of the year is pretty much it's baked Vegas. in, yeah. right? You know where you're going to end the year financially. Yes, there's, there's, there's a little bit of like, a little bit up or down, but you know what November, the rest of November is probably going to look like in, in December, all, all, all else being equal. And, and so I kind of, we get there. I mean, I think what we want to talk about today, Dan, um, is, uh, you know, is, is like everything from 2020 uh, is, was, was a very tumultuous year, a lot of volatility, um, and I think, you know, yesterday afternoon going out there doing some sports. Yeah, it was plays. a great time to be you know, able it, to. It made you think like everything that we've been doing, like, yes, this will still be an anomaly going out there, being in together with other uh, customers, but 2020 is not, does not define 2021. Right. And I, I, I go back to last night, um, you, having the opportunity to have unfettered, unfiltered conversations around um, our customers, small business owners, their business, their market. I learned a lot last night. And so, yeah, you're right. There are probably a couple of themes that kind of came out of last night. Uh, of course, some of these, some of our customers, some of uh, the uh, folks that were out there asking, you know, what are your thoughts? And it's just like, well, being radically open as we try to be as business owners to our our team, uh, the market through you know, through these mediums, uh, social media and podcasts and webinars. We yeah. try to be radically open. We try to give you our raw take. Um, I think every time we do this, and um, so being out there, and they would you know they were asking like, well, what are the goals for the rest of the year? And it's just like, well, I can tell you what my goals are as a, as a company. Our goals for Growth Lab is stay focused. One, like we have six weeks left in the year, stay focused. Two, keep it simple. Like whatever we do next, just keep it simple. And three, make sure we're driving value to the customer. Everything we do in this business or in business in general should really be focused on delivering value to the customer. And you should, and I, and we push our people to think, are we delivering value to the customer? So. Uh, to recap that, it's stay focused, keep it simple, and deliver value to the customer. That's a lot easier said than done. You and I always talk about we love trivializing business strategy just for ourselves, right? And sometimes we have to pull ourselves out and, and ask ourselves, hey, is this delivering value? Is this simple? Can we measure, right? Is, can we implement? Can we measure? Is, is there continuity? Is it sustainable, right? These are great things to, to it's sort of a, a great way to pinch yourself, right? A little shock of reality. Um, and so we do have two themes for today. And these two themes are going to be resonating throughout the rest of the year. If you're following our LinkedIn or our Facebook or even our newsletters, um, we're talking about stay focused, keep it simple, add value to the customer. Those three goals. And the two themes are 2020, as you were saying, don't let 2020 define 2021. 2020, there were plenty of anomalies. Let's call them black swans. If you haven't read that book, it's a great book. You can't plan for those black swans. You can't, but you can build infrastructure that can hopefully withstand those shocks to the system. Your balance sheet, your business infrastructure, your IT, your, your sales and marketing, et cetera. So we can talk a little bit about that first theme. And the second theme is the second theme is really looking at that infrastructure and, and uh, you know, one of the things that we've seen customers start doing and uh, which is a, the, what we're going to 
in, in encourage you to seriously think about is to get rid of any premise-based system, whether that's phone systems, whether that's financial finance systems, general ledgers, um, move to the cloud. That's and any salesperson that comes into your office and starts preaching to you about premise-based telephony, servers, I don't care what it is, you kick them out. If there's one thing we've learned since March, premise-based systems suck. They, they, they impede you from doing, from dealing with these shocks. By the way, this is not going to be the last time. Yeah. So on the first thing, like, let's not let 2020 define what 2021 looks like. I mean, one of the best things that's coming out of this for small businesses is the need to refocus on planning. And we've been, we've been preaching that since, since April. Mm -hmm. um, planning is back in vogue. Um, and one of the things that we always talk about, once you have a plan, you, as you're making your plan, you identify your risks and you identify your opportunities of that plan, right? And what are you going to do to adjust to that? What, what countermeasures are, are you going to implement if you see those risks happening or see the opportunity to take advantage of one of those opportunities? And so, you know, as we look at how do we make sure that we don't let 2020 define 2021, I think the, the prime, one of the key things here is to identify opportunities, right, Dan? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are three things, right? I think at least from, from our perspective, there are three things that don't let 2020 define 2021. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to our Raw Take for CEOs podcast. As you've probably seen from these episodes, open and honest communication, it's in our DNA. We push our entrepreneur customers to do the same. Stay radically open. If you're a business owner looking to elevate your finances or your accounting and get the raw feedback your business needs, drop us an email at sales at growthlabfinancial.com. Or you can just email Dan or Stephen at growthlabfinancial.com. Excellent. Look forward to hearing from you soon. All right. The first one, opportunities. Secondly, what's the execution plan to capture those opportunities in 2021? And number three, every plan needs what? Capital. Needs resources and capital. Now, more than ever, what a great time to take a look at your balance sheet. Let's face it, you know, a lot of the lending that's been happening in the last six or eight months is not like it's been, it's been government money. And that's been a great cushion to lend against. Companies that use the PPP money, EIDL money, or any other grants that they've been able to receive from the government, that is a great uh, cushion for bankers to come in and feel more confident in, in, in lending to you. So three things. The first one, opportunity. 2020 is tethered with dislocation in the markets and consumer behavior, how customers consume. Those are opportunities, right? So let's figure out a way to adjust, pivot, transition to capture those opportunities. Let's talk about number three, execution, your, your favorite topic. Yeah, you know, putting your, putting your, once you identify your opportunities, you really need a plan. You need to understand what your resources you need, what, uh, whether, whether that's people, whether that's capital, what's the timing of all of that. As we go into 2021, that's, uh, that's where, you know, you need to have a tight plan that you can execute against, but you also need to be able to be agile, right? Because you need to be able to take advantage of opportunities. And one of the ways going on to the, the third point is uh, one of the ways you can be agile is being, being able to take advantage financially able to take advantage of opportunities, which is what you were talking about, Dan, the cap capital right now, it's a, there's, a good, there's a good cushion. And it's a great time to, uh, to clean up your balance sheet, to make sure that going into 2021- Get you the financing today, lock it in, right? 
Start having those conversations with the bankers. Start having those conversations with private equity. Now is the time. But let's go back to number two. Execution in our mind is those three things again, guys. It's stay focused, keep it simple, and drive value to the customer. You want those opportunities in step one? You got to execute on, on target in step two by staying focused, keep it simple, drive value to the customer. And you're right, number three, now's the time. Now's a great time uh, going into the end of the year, before the holidays, before people start. By the way, the holidays, it's going to be a mess. Nobody really understands the stress that's going to happen in the holidays. Everybody's still thinking like, hey, we'll get through this. But, you know, when push comes to shove and grandma and mom are calling like, why aren't you coming over for turkey on Thursday? That's just two weeks. And that is just two weeks. Right? We were, actually, we were having that conversation over bears last night. We we're like, when is Thanksgiving? It's like, it's like in two weeks. Yes, it's just two weeks away. And then uh, I, most of the conversations are, it's not going to look like it, like it used to. It's not going to look like it used to. So bankers are ready. They're still in business. They want to hear from you whether or not you know they're going to be lending out but if you've got that balance sheet and you have a good plan and you have a good story behind that plan you can get those appointments with the bankers reach back out start thinking about what does it take to achieve step one or what identify step one and two what does it take to achieve step two you've got that story intact you're going to get noticed people are going to listen to you so i think so that's theme number one, and you're going to hear that for the next six or eight weeks. Um, we have a series running on this across uh, every week for the remaining balance of the year. Yeah, next week we're, uh, we're looking at actually tax resolution, not something anybody else wants to, want to find yourselves in, but um, there's, there's systems out there, there's ways of making sure you, you dig out, right? Mm -hmm. So second theme, let's talk about financial management risks, accounting risk, but through the lens of infrastructure, right? We talk a lot about small businesses do not have the infrastructure know-how, the capability, the core competencies to elevate their infrastructure. And it starts with accounting, financial management, IT. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, small, you know, smaller businesses, they just they might not know how to do it. They might not know what to do. It's those. It's really kind of where I think the mess. This message is like targeted at you. It's it's that larger business. You know, 10, 15, 20 million in revenue. You've probably got systems that you've had for five years, ten years, fifteen years that they they work right, but they they might not talk to each other. They might not give you the right reporting. That's like if if that's you. We're, we're, we're talking to you. <laughs> if you're in the industrial revolution still, we're talking to you. Um, we, don't, we don't bring up customer names, but I am going to bring up, I think, a very um, interesting customer success story. Uh, it, is, it happens to be a local company in the area and uh, one that we've been working with for about a year and a half now. And, um, and I, maybe I've already preached this in the past, but I, I, I love the story, right? He, this individual, this company, it needed the PPP money. It really did. It was one of those companies that without it, those first three months of COVID would have been detrimental to their workflow, to their cash flow. But they used the PPP money for all the right reasons. Clean up that working capital, pay down that AP, you know, tighten up that ship, brought in the EIDL, extra cushion, just in case, because God knows what it's going to look like uh, in three months, right? We could be sitting here in March, 2021, and COVID's back and the economy had to shut down. We're not proponents of that, obviously, but there are measures that will have to be taken. But 
here we are. This individual, the CEO, business is over 30 years old, and he knows it. He knows everything from his sales and marketing to order taking, fulfillment, planning, invoicing, accounting, and lack of business intelligence to boot. He's finally taking that big step. This is a small business that doesn't have the internal capability. It just doesn't have it. And by the way, if they had the capability, they don't have the capacity. It's a small business. It's a great business, big brand name uh, nationwide. And what are they doing? They're looking at their business infrastructure, everything from CRM, order taking, ERP system, accounting systems, and then ultimately layering on a business intelligence dashboard. They're making the move and they're doing it now, preparing for 2021 so that by mid 2021. And the best part is I sit at some of these meetings and the, the conversations, the nomenclature that comes out by some of the people around the table, I feel like I'm, I'm back 15 years ago, people are talking about software license. It's like, it's not a software license, right? We shouldn't look at it that way. This is um, per head, per month sort of cost. Uh, integrations, it's not about integrations anymore. It's about designing the system and do, are there native APIs that connect and talk and move data around? At yeah. the end of the day, you're de-risking. And this, this business, you know, it, it kind of, they're in the middle of this right now. They started like three, four weeks ago, like in earnest to uh, execute on this, on this plan. But, you know, this all goes back to, I'll say probably not April, but May um, when, you know, in the midst of everything that was happening, you know, this was a theme that you were talking to, with them about was, hey, we really should look at systems. We should, we should look at, look at systems, how we can upgrade, what we can elevate. And, you know, we at Growth Lab, we're not going to be, we're not gonna be your solution across the whole thing, we can't, but yeah. we can like, but it was, it was those conversations, those strategic conversations with the business owner that is leading to today, bringing in the right people, bringing them around the table, the right consultants, the right IT people to make sure that, that it can happen. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so stoked for, for, for them for uh, thinking outside of the box and, and putting that investment to good use. And the bankers are behind them. The owners are behind them. So a uh, great success story. The other outcome I wanna add, Steve, if I can just jump in is on the second thing, if you want to hire millennials, they don't want to work on your desktops. They don't want to be connected to old technology. Like they want to feel like what they're working on is cutting edge, that it is native to them. These folks, these young adults, they literally, they were born with a cell phone with an iPhone in their hand. <laughs> they were already texting before they were even talking. So think about it from that context. If you, if you see growth in your business, you see longevity, you need millennials. You need that 20, 22 to 35 year olds that embrace your business. And one of the best ways to do it is yes, culture, but two, it's business infrastructure. So I'll add that on the, uh, so, and yes, I am very passionate about this. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's a, uh, it takes a lot of work. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, but you know, if you are not on the cloud, whether you're um, um, mom and pop retail shop, or whether you're a 15, 20, $30 million or manufacturing business, you know, explore the options, explore the options with, be honest with yourself, look back at 2020, you probably experienced some, some risk, right? You probably weren't able to access your systems. You probably weren't able to cut checks. You probably weren't able to, you fill in the blank. What were you not able to do? And it ask yourself, how can I, how can I change my systems? To be able to do that, we're we're we are passionate about it. You know, we we operate our, our business with our customers ninety five percent in the cloud. 
know, there's a few customers that, that they are on older systems that it just, it is who they are and they have not been able to be convinced, but they did experience a lot of the pain that happened back in the middle of COVID when they couldn't pay vendors, when they couldn't access their systems, when they couldn't send their financials. It is practically three o'clock on a Thursday afternoon and the lights are off in our office. Why? Because there's nobody here, but yet the business runs, the invoices go out, cash disperses, cash is received. You know, what? In six months ago, one of the reasons why things really did stall is because if you stop paying and you start re stop receiving, your customers stop paying, your customers start stop receiving, your vendors stop receiving from you, they stop paying. Like it's a snowball effect. Nobody can get to the office. Where's the checkbook? Where's the rubber stamp? Where's the who's who, yeah. where's the boss to sign the checks? Like, man, that stuff is like archaic. You know, Dan, I'll, maybe I'll go on a little bit of a limb here, but uh, if for all of our listeners, if you mention this podcast to us, A, if you, if you move on to cloud accounting systems with us, we'll give you 15% off your first month of recurring bookkeeping. And two, if you don't know where to start, give us a call. You know, we will spend 15, 20 minutes with you helping visualize what a future state of cloud accounting could look like as long as because we only work with who we want to as long as you are radically open if you're going to come into that conversation with historical legacy constraints forget about it it's not even worth starting the conversation you have to be radically open you have to be ready to take that leap and there is a leap of faith we have one customer who has always said that he's a great guy and a champion of ours for a few years, although it took us a few years to bring him on. And we've used him as a reference. And one day he said to one of our potential leads, and I think this uh, customer was one out of California, he turned to them and he said, you know, going with Dan and Steve in Growth Lab, it sometimes feels a little bit like a leap of faith. And I said, oh my God, that's not a very great value proposition. But there is a little bit of a leap of faith because you are, you are essentially turning your back, turning a, a chapter on what you've known. Think about these multi-generational businesses where grandfather, father, son, and the systems are, are pretty much the same. They happen to be little upgrades or hardware upgrades, but it's, it's the same. Like you have to be radically open. You have to be ready to jump. It's all for the right reasons. By the way, it's not just Growth Lab. There are many other companies that are finance as a service, not your traditional CPA tax shop. You really need people. You need a company. You need a business partner who understands business operations and business strategy because that is a critical piece of this. So, theme number one, theme number two. You're going to be hearing a lot more about that. I'm excited for it. I think it really does position companies that are radically open, ready to achieve, ready to capture those opportunities in 2021. Because damn it, there are opportunities in 2021. A lot of opportunities. And so with that, Steve, you did say we're halfway through November. Still can't believe it. Not a very favorite topic of mine. Um, the election coming to a close, or I would say. Or is it? Or is it? Who knows? But during this time, um, this is where you do also need to reach out, not just to your bankers, your, your funders. You should be really thinking about tax, tax advising, tax planning. Obviously, Growth Lab can help you with that. But if you don't, Reach out to your CPA. This is going to be a very tricky year. I, I said right from the beginning, uh, when, when the PPP loans came out, I said, I would not want to be a banker at this moment. 
today, I say, I'm not sure I'd want to be a tax professional because it is going to be a tumultuous time period. It is going to be one that what you said today is probably going to change. And um, God help us because there's not a whole lot of clarity on yeah. where the things you stand. The things you need to ask them is, uh, especially if you've got a PPP loan, EIDL, how is that going to affect my taxes? What do I need to do? And uh, how, how are we making, how are we planning for that? Yeah. And then what, what steps do you need to take, if possible, between now and the end of the year to potentially make purchases or do other things to, for those tax planning things? Not a Tesla. Don't buy a Tesla. That's one of my favorite stories. A customer, <laughs> after they came to us. Great customer. Said, said, oh, last year I bought a Tesla. I was like, oh, we don't see it on the balance sheet. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, that's because uh, it was part of tax planning. <laughs> he's like, my CPA told me I had, I had 24 hours left in the year and they told me I needed to spend a bunch of money. So he went out and bought a Tesla for cash. So probably not going to be your story. If it is, call us. We'd love to help you. I'd love to try um, with Tesla. But uh, yes, uh, the tax planning is going to be very tricky, tricky this year with uh, PPP. We won't get into the details because we're not CPAs. Um, but what we, what we, you know, what we're hearing is, you know, it's going to be tricky. The, the guidance is not yet clear from the IRS about how those are going to be treated. Mm -hmm. um, we could go into more detail, but we could get too dangerous. Yeah. And as we're coming to the CEOs. end of the year, you know, we should think about the person of the year. I think I'm going to nominate your local banker and your CPA because this was their year. So God bless. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. So that's a wrap, Steve. Cool. Join us next week. Check us out at growthlabfinancial.com or text RAWTAKE to 833-759-0277.